0: Welcome in Hopper Nation. Seth and Chuck are back for part two of this four part series. In this one, we will break, be breaking down the Big South. If you are just, if this is the first podcast you're listening to, flashback to part one. You are a rebel for listening to part two first. Um, that kind of blows my mind. But here we are for part two to break down the Deep South. Um, this is Baylor's region. Um, to be
1: clear, this is not the Big South Conference. And if you think that's it, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyway, because you're probably making stupid bets. I would not want to preview the big South. No. Not much going on
0: there. I do want to preview the deep South um in this March Madness. Um first we got, you know, Baylor versus Hartford. You know, obviously we're not we're not gonna to do too much action on a on a one versus sixteen there. So like Baylor, Hartford's not not the best team coming out of the America East as a four seed. Um but but the next one down, we got an interesting one in my opinion. Um, UNC against Wisconsin. Um, these are two usual powerhouses that are sitting at an at an eight and nine seed line this season. Seth, who do you like?
1: I like my boys coming from UNC. I know they're young, but they've been playing a lot better as of late. They've split one in one with Florida State. Um, they beat Virginia Tech. I watched that game, and they looked very good. They destroyed Notre Dame, destroyed Duke, and they lost to a tough Syracuse team by two. But North Carolina is one of the best rebounding teams, specifically one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the nation, and they've played significantly better. I think they're trending upward. I'm not in love with Wisconsin. I've seen them play – um a couple games and for me there's nothing about them that sticks out like like UNC is like they are a rebounding team they're not a great shooting team we know that but they rebound they get inside um and when they can shoot they blow teams out like they they can put up 101 points they did it against Notre Dame and they did it against Louisville granted those teams are in the tournament but i like north carolina here yeah i'm going
0: i'm going to agree with you i was a little torn on this one admittedly um because there's a couple things i do like about wisconsin Um, one being they are, they have like three or four seniors that start. Um, and I always like experience in a tournament, in the tournament. Um, and another thing, this could be, regardless of who wins, I think this might be a close game. Um, and Wisconsin has a strong edge in free throw shooting. So if it comes down to a late minute game, um, you know, I, I like Wisconsin to, to maybe pull it out late. Um, but you know, the the better team and where I'm leaning here is UNC. I think they have more playmakers and more just more talent overall. Um, between Caleb Love and I forget his first name, but his last name's Walton, they both shoot the ball pretty well and have been shooting it better as of late. Their, their stats may indicate that they're not the best three-point shooters, but they've actually been playing pretty well um, in these recent games, like you were saying. Um, and, you know, obviously that, that edge in rebounding is, is huge. They're a great rebounding team on paper
1: fantastic they're all over the glass
0: yeah so that you know that's always big as well in, in games like this that could be tight and close um so i'm leading unc in this one as well I've, I've liked them all year i've been trying to kind of hopping on that bandwagon so i'm gonna i'm gonna stay on that bandwagon just out of principle um and, and roll with the tar heels as
1: well yeah I'm, i wouldn't take the the spread spreads i think one and a half for unc yeah, to pick uh, you don't want to get burned on that one point but i mean a good if you want to par, if you want to throw a parlay here on money lines, um, I'm looking at it right now, and you could go UNC money line, and we talked about in part one Oklahoma money line. Yeah, you Simple, take the two eights, eights. Um, yep. in the west and the south, that are favored by a couple points, and put them together, um, or you could just you know bet them separately. But I think that I think UNC comes out of there, um, plays Baylor on the next round, um, and we're going down to. Oh, this, this part of it, the South is exciting, just yeah. like it was in last. we got a yeah, 512 right. and
0: a 413. The 512s and 414s in, these, the, in this West and South region are both very interesting.
1: First one, we got Nova and Winthrop. Chuck. who do you like?
0: I don't want to steal thunder here, Seth, because I know this is like your favorite bet of the entire first round of the tournament. Um, but I like Winthrop. I really do. Um I was expecting the public to be on this one pretty hard, but I know that's not one of the ones you mentioned um, being super high in Vegas right now, and maybe that's because of the brand recognition of Nova. But but Novas they are nothing without Colin Gillespie. Um, that's been obvious. They haven't really won a game or played very well since he's since he's left. Um, granted, granted they've been close games. They've been in it against Georgetown and and um, Seton Hall. I think maybe Providence. Um, Providence. Yeah, that's right. Probably. They you know they lost both those games by a combined three points. So they're you know they're they're hanging in there, um, but Winthrop's pretty good twenty three and one on the on the year. Um, they play really fast. They are deep. They got a lot of players that play big minutes and score, um, and they're a really good rebounding team. So I, I made a note here that they have really big guards. Um, I think this is a team where their you know, their guards that start on their team are like six five six six. Um, so just everybody's grabbing boards. Everybody's bigger than everybody. So I think they have advantage on the glass and just in size and matchups. Um, you know, they're decent on, on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, statistically, the offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency are, are fairly solid. Um, they're, you know Their best win is against UNC Greensboro out of conference. So not crazy about that. But that's a tournament team. You know, it's a tournament team that they you know they, they were able to, to win. Um, Nova plays very slow, so this is kind of like a polar opposite kind of thing. Winthrop's going to want to run, um, and I think they can do it. If they get some boards and get out and transition, um, I think that's a really good opportunity for Winthrop to score some points against a, a slow Villanova team who has an efficient – a, a, a top-10 offense. Um, they're certainly efficient. They like to take their time and, and just score points, and, and Winthrop's not going to let them do that. Um, they're gonna try to try to get it running, and I think that maybe they can tire him out. I don't think Vill- Villanova not obviously as deep without Gillespie, and I think uh, Gillespie's replacement got a little banged up. I don't know how, what his status is, but I like Winthrop here as a as a as a twelve in a in a five upset.
1: All I have to say is that the name of this section we named it Big South. I know you, I said I didn't want to talk about the Big, Big South, South Conference. Champs. Winthrop, Big South Champs, baby, Winthrop, and. The thing that, the problem, it's not necessarily the statistics that, that make me think Winthrop's going to win. It's just the, the fact that Nova has fallen off in their last five halves of basketball. They've played Creighton, they've played Providence, and they've played Georgetown. In the first half, when Gillespie was injured against Creighton, they were up by like 15-17. They won that game by seven. They were outscored in the second half by like 10 or 12. They won one half against Providence. And I think they tied a half and lost a half against Georgetown. They, they, they have won one of their last five halves. They're just not playing them. Yeah, They were behind all game against Providence. They should have beat Georgetown, but didn't. So they have no momentum coming into this tournament. Winthrop is actually a better defensive team than they are an offensive team. So by Villanova slowing the pace down, which will happen because you can't run at Winthrop's pace, it's actually going to help Winthrop without them, I think, even knowing it. Um, because their defensive efficiency is 70th, I think, to their 112th on offense. Um, and Nova is just struggling from defense on field goal percentage at 223rd in field goal defense, and they're shooting 117th in field goal percentage. Meanwhile, Winthrop is 66th in field goal percentage and 162nd in field goal defense. So I just see this as a team, a 23-1 and one team that's going to possibly have their way with a, a Big East team that's kind of falling off the – the face of the earth, it seems. Now, the thing with upsets is, you know, the game could happen. It could go the complete other way, and then you're like, oh, you're an idiot. But it's like, you know, at the same time, that's that's all. That's all March Madness is. You just gotta you got to go with what you see, what you feel. And I, I'm seeing Nova not play well, and I'm feel and I saw Winthrop's game against Campbell. Um, again, it's Campbell in the Big South Championship, and they beat him by thirty. Um, so I really think they're trending right right now, and uh, they'll pick up this big win.
0: Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. We're we're gonna have to pick upsets, and because upsets will happen, you just don't know if they're they're the right ones. You could be right, you could be wrong. Um, but but me and Seth are both on Winthrop, and, and maybe you should be too. Again, getting six and a half points there. Um, in a six late. and a half.
1: This, I would without a doubt take Winthrop on the spread, and then I'd sprinkle a little money line because I I think this game is if they don't win, it's gonna be close. Yeah. I don't see Nova coming out of the box after, you know, two bad losses and blowing out a 23-1 and Winthrop team who's actually pretty good.
0: Yep. For sure. So. That, that's a late-night one on, on Friday, so we're going to be staying yeah, it's, up it's for that one. the last game. Last game on Friday. I'll be
1: up late, probably hammered. Uh, I won't be able to see, but Sweet. I'm excited. Yeah. For uh, those of you who
0: don't know, Seth is coming down to visit this week, so we'll be a little tuned up watching March Madness together. Um I don't know about you, Seth, but I'm pretty excited about that.
1: I am very excited. And I'm also excited about this next game. Ooh, so look at the Segway. Segway alert. We got a little <laughs> We need to start doing that.
0: Because <laughs> we, we've talked about Segways too many times in this podcast to not have, like, a... We should have, like, a siren for, like, Well, nice for segue. season three,
1: we'll get, like, a button. It'll be like, Segway alert. I love it. <sighs> okay. Um, so... Purdue, North Texas, 413. We talked about another 413 earlier, in Virginia, Ohio. This is going to be another great game, I think. All right, I, I'm a little biased because I feel like I'm never on Purdue. I'm always betting against them. I know they've met or uh, made like three Sweet 16s in a row, um, but I just I can never get behind them. For me, I've watched them play a couple times, and again, they don't do much for me. And I think this matchup is actually not favoring. Purdue. I mean, Purdue is one of the better uh, defensive rebounding teams in the league. However, North Texas is very good on offense. They're 28th in the nation in three-point percentage, and they're 32 in field goal percentage. Meanwhile, Purdue is 183rd and 109th in three-point and field goal percentages, respectively. So I think where this game kind of evens out is the defensive rebounding. North Texas is in the 200s, like 230, and Purdue's 83rd. Um, So they're kind of, kind of edge them out that way. But I I really like North Texas. They actually have a pretty good defense as well. They're 42nd on defensive efficiency, um, but they play at a very slow pace as well. Meanwhile, Purdue, I haven't looked too much into them real fast. But, yeah, Purdue is their 23rd in offense and 23rd in defense, but they also play at a very slow pace. So this game is going to be moving slow. It's going to – Focus on defensive efficiency, which both teams are top 50 in, which is why I think North Texas covers this spread of seven and a half. And I also um, might have picked them to beat Purdue in my bracket, just as a little, you know, fun for 13. But I do love North Texas to cover this seven and a half. Um, I think they're a pretty good team. I was joking about this. One of my friends actually uh, sent me a text. He's like, Hey, what do you think about so and so against North Texas? I was like, No, North Texas is good. Don't sleep on North Texas. And that was a couple weeks ago, and then, boom, here they are in the tournament, and I'm picking them to win. So um, we'll see what happens.
0: Look at you getting that inside scoop on on North Texas being good. I don't know if I'm going to go as far as to say North Texas wins this game. I definitely like them. I was looking at them. You know, I I think I talked about this already earlier. Four seniors start, so that's always something I like to see on a a team in the tournament. So North Texas is, is a veteran team um and they they shoot the ball really well overall um they have a great out of conference game against arkansas they didn't play well they lost by double digits and they didn't shoot the ball particularly well in that one um but overall they they tend to shoot the ball pretty well um from three they shoot the ball well from three and they also shoot the ball well from um the free throw line as well so if you know that's always something to look at if this this becomes a close game the thing is they shoot they shoot a lot of threes um, which I'm never crazy about. Even if you shoot them at a high rate, you can always go hot and cold from three. I don't want I don't want a Very team Very I don't true. want a team relying on the three. They could go hot and cold easy and produce good defensively, like you said. Um, great rebounding team. Um, they're pretty young. They have a lot of freshmen that play big minutes. Um, and their leading scorer is a big guy, Trayvon Williams. And my big thing with him is he shoots fifty percent from the foul line. So you know if you can kind of go that that hack at Trayvon strategy maybe, maybe that could work for north texas and and purdue kind of struggles there just to score points um because that's definitely something they do they're they're definitely a defensive rebound focused team and not a scoring team and north texas seems to like to score so this is kind of again polar opposites which one's going to win out i'm going to roll with purdue as just the better team um playing against good competition in the big 10 you know obviously the big 10's loaded this year and they, they ended up with a four seed in the big 10 which is you know, that's a that's a pretty good accomplishment that they finished higher than Ohio State in the rankings obviously they lost to Ohio State but they pushed into overtime um, so this is a this is a decent team even though you're, you're sleeping on them a little bit or hating on them a little bit at least um, they don't have a too many quality wins that I'm like oh my god and you know obviously I think they beat Ohio State and Illinois earlier in the year or not Illinois but um, Ohio State uh, I don't know I'm leading Purdue but I, I think I like North Texas to cover as well because they got some players, and and yeah. like you said earlier, the, the Vegas is really on Purdue.
1: Um, Vegas covers, is heavy so. on Purdue. Eighty eight percent of spread bets are on Purdue. The one thing I that I like will head say against the public. Yeah, the one thing I will say about your your comment about the live and die by the three. Well, I always think my logic. I'm like, if there's a lower seed like twelve or thirteen that lives and dies by the three. Dangerous. Uh, dangerous because if they get hot.
0: Scary. You're screwed. They're
1: hot. And I mean, if they're cold, they're probably going to lose anyway.
0: I have looked at so but many it, games to see, like, just looking at the box score. It's like, what happened in this game? And it's like, that other team just got hot from three, and there's yeah. nothing you can do. And about if that. you're,
1: gonna, and if if North Texas, I mean, North Texas is shooting about thirty four percent from three. If you're going to give me a thirty four percent chance that they go off from three, I'm going to take that. Yeah, I'm going to take that at whatever the uh, the odds are for them to win. I think it might be like two eighty or something. I'm going to take that all day long. Yeah. So, but I especially like the spread. So, Winthrop and North Texas, I like the spread, and then I'm, I'm taking a both to win. Chuck's taking Winthrop and Purdue, yeah okay, moving on to the next two um kind of link these next two um because I think they're they're pretty good games, and i you you were going you talk about North, or you talk about Texas Tech Utah State, and I'll talk about a little Arkansas Colby because I think those are the games that we know better
0: yeah, sounds good um so this is you know i I didn't I didn't go for North Texas. I didn't bite into that one, even though I thought about it. I did bite into this Utah State upset. Utah State, the 11 seed, playing against Texas Tech. Um, you know, I, I did some deep dives on both of these teams' lineups. Um, Texas Tech's biggest guy is six seven, um, Peyton De Silva or something like that. Um, he's he's a body. He's a fourth down low. Don't get me wrong. He he moves around that six seven frame for sure. But but at Utah State's their their top score is a, a big guy. He's a you know six ten guy I think from some some out of United States area um, so he plays pretty well averages I think fifteen and ten um, so this is a this is a physical big Utah State team that, that likes to play old school basketball we got you know their their leading scorer is a big guy and their second leading scorer is also a big guy so they're just a large team that likes that prides itself on playing good defense I think they're ranked. I forget eighth. I think something something high in defense efficiency. So they play really good defense, and that's big to me because I think all you need to do to slow down Texas Tech, in my opinion, is to stop Mac McClung. I'm a big Mac McClung fan. He is fantastic. But I watched a lot of Texas Tech games, and a lot of teams did really good at bottling up, and Texas Tech was lost if that dude is bottled up. Um, I know they have a couple other players that can play pretty well. Um, I forget his first name, but his last name is Shannon. Has averages like 12 points a game but I'm not crazy about him personally at watching a lot of Texas Tech games. Um, haven't seen Utah State play, you know, obviously their competition is is lacking San Diego State's in the Mountain West as well. So that was a, that was a team that they got to play at least. And I think they beat them twice before losing to them in the, in the Mountain West championship. Um, so they're definitely capable of, of beating a solid team. And I, I think they get it done here. I'm, I'm leaning Utah State um, just because they're, you know, I like them to out-rebound Texas Tech and to maybe slow down Mac McClung with their overall solid defense.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have too much on this game just because I haven't been able to look at it, but I'm, I lean more Texas Tech here just because they've got a dude. Their competition's been better. Yep. Um, sure. And I, I just, I don't love Utah State. Um, it's just one of those teams that i just don't like necessarily in tournaments because they're they're always projected to be pretty good um they're always you know at the beginning of the season they're always 30th or so in the net ranking and then they kind of fall off um but i don't know too much about this game so i'm not going to argue with you i think that's a pretty good pick i think they're only given like i think texas tech's favorite by four and a half or five
0: yeah it's a
1: um yeah so vegas is is seeing that it's going to be a tight game um and yeah, I, I can respect it, but I'm personally sticking with Texas Tech um, and the Big 12 here. Um, moving on to Arkansas and Colgate. This game for me is very difficult because I, I wanted to pick Colgate, but I can't do it. Yeah. I physically can't do it. because t- Colgate is a top-ranked team in these following categories. Ready? Let me flip to it. All right. They are third in the nation in three-point percentage at 40. Yeah, they shoot 40 They are number one, the, number one in the nation in three-point defense, holding opponents to 26%. Wow. Um, they are seventh in the nation in field goal percentage. And I thought there was one more. Maybe not. Yeah, just those three. But those are huge offensive categories that lead the nation pretty much lead the nation. So I was like, hmm, you know, they're pretty they're pretty good. Let me look at their schedule. And Chuck, not only have they not played a top seventy five team all year, they have played five teams. They've played fifteen games and they're they've played five teams. Those teams are Army, Boston University, Holy Cross, Bucknell, and Loyola, Maryland. The only team with a winning record that they played was Army. Army went twelve and nine. And they split those games. They split them. They didn't even sweep them. And the national teams: seven 11 eleven, five and 5 seven, six and eleven. So the only team with a winning record they split. I like Arkansas. I don't love them, but I like them. I know I picked them to win the SEC. They kind of fell apart against LSU at the end of the game. Um, and I want to take Colgate in the spread just because I'm a big upset guy. I like it. But I honestly think that this game is going to be a blowout. I don't think this game is going to be close. I think it'll be 10 points minimum and I think Arkansas runs away with this game purely because Colgate has not played 18 near Arkansas and when they did they lost so yeah I, I, I think a, a great bet here is Arkansas minus eight and a half
0: yeah I mean that's an excellent point. I was honestly a little torn on this I, I thought about Colgate because I saw all those numbers that you did um, they they shoot the ball really well especially from three they do. Um, and they run which is always dangerous they're they're a pretty fast team as well um you know hey, both st-
1: both teams are running this can be a high score right. game
0: yeah i mean the over under on this game is 161 which is crazy yeah. um but you know i i thought about colgate briefly cuz i'm like they shoot and they run that's that's a dangerous that's 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 upset alert all over it um but they don't play great defense and arkansas does Arkansas, Arkansas
1: is 14th in the nation Surprising. That was
0: surprising efficiency. to me. Um, yeah. They were and so Cole high there.
1: Colgan has seen no one that good. Let I me mean, I mean, look real right, fast. Army, Army, 149th. Holy Cross, can't be very good.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. 310
1: teams three teams. 10 oh, like, these, these, teams, these teams are just not good when they played. And the one team that was even in the 100s, they they split they went one in one so I think they're going to get blown out.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean art and the the stat that you brought up that I didn't know was was how well Colgate seems to play against defensively against the three um, because Arkansas does like to put up a lot of threes and they also right like to run so these are two kind of similar teams honestly. The big they difference really being, are. It's just a
1: matter of they've played different opponents, right?
0: And the big difference being Arkansas has great defense and has played well against good SEC teams defensively, and Colgate has a bad defense against really bad competition. Um, so yeah. I think that's the big oh. difference. And I also noticed that Arkansas has bigger guards; um, j- they have just the size advantage, just pretty much in every matchup. Um, so I think if they if they were to kind of just defensively match up, they could they could do a good job there as well. So I'm leaning Arkansas as well I, I I considered Colgate briefly Because they are an interesting team And this should be a fun exactly. watch This will be, be a fun, fun game to, to watch for sure
1: And I mean if Col- if this game turns into A great game Great I'd, I'd love to see it being a, a close game Down to the wire um, I just don't think it, it will be The thing with me and March Madness too um, I mean would I like to see Arkansas Colgate Come down last possession Oh yeah but, you know, if I throw... You want, on you want Arkansas, every game to be a buzzer beater. Yeah, but if, you know, if I throw on Arkansas to win by more than eight and a half and it turns out to be a close game, yeah, I lost, but I'm, I'm watching something that I enjoy. So, however much, you know... Uh, that's 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 also my kind of strategy there for, for the big upset games. Um, the games that I'm, like, not, you know, fully confident in, um, I'll take the higher seed there. And then if it happens to be a close game, great. Um, love to watch it. Um, two games that, I'm going to be honest, I'm... Don't not
0: much on these last two, yeah.
1: I'm not not excited to. I mean, I'm excited to watch because it's basketball, but not you know looking forward to it on the calendar. I don't have a circled on the calendar. Florida, Virginia Tech, and Ohio State. Oral Roberts. Um, Oral Roberts can put up points. Oral Roberts um, a is a pretty good gap. offensive team. Yep. Yeah, they're a pretty good offensive team. Um, so is Ohio State. <laughs> so is Ohio State. Ohio exactly. Very so good offensively. I'm not ta- I'm not taking a fifteen here. Um, I think Ohio State's playing too good at basketball right now um and then florida virginia tech i don't like florida i don't again
0: i don't like virginia tech though either i don't like i hate this game uh, personally i don't i don't it's, like it's either team a great
1: game virginia tech does have some quality wins um while florida really doesn't they i mean they beat west virginia by five that's their best one but other than that lost to alabama arkansas florida state um but stat wise, I don't have too much. I'm just I'm taking Virginia Tech and Ohio State, and I'm I'm getting
0: out of there. Okay, I'm I'm taking Florida in the, in that one. Um, okay. Again, not confident. I don't love either team. I talked. I think I talked about earlier on an earlier pod that Florida's super hot and cold, which is frustrating. Um, they are. But Virginia Tech, kind of same idea because different idea, but but similar because of such a long COVID pause, they haven't played many games since like February. Um. So just kinda of hit or miss. I don't know don't know what you're gonna get with Virginia Tech. And they're pretty evenly matched on paper. Uh, Florida has a slight edge in offense and defensive efficiency, so I'm leaning that for that reason. They have a big edge in free throw shooting, in which I think this could be a close game, one of those seven ten matchups that kinda of comes down to the last minute. So I'm leaning Florida, but again, I don't I don't like either of these teams and I think Ohio State kind of easily runs by whoever they see next in the next round after after Royal Roberts. Yeah, I I
1: agree. I agree. Kind of a kind of a poor end to the big south, but that big south five twelve and that four thirteen, the six eleven, yeah. and the three fourteen, would be great to watch. Yeah. And the eight nine. The, middle, eight of, the middle
0: of the deep bracket is or the deep south is region is, is very interesting. Um I I don't know. I I'd not too com- because I see so many upsets possible in the middle of that bracket, I think I like Baylor to come out of here. Um,
1: that's uh, what I'll as, well. as much as I hate to go back to back ones, so that's right. that's what I got. Yeah I can see You know, maybe North Carolina plays the game of their season, and maybe it's a big upset there. Um, But I don't see Nova, Purdue, Winthrop, North Texas, Texas Tech, or Arkansas, or Ohio State beating Baylor. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I think they both. So I'm taking Baylor out of there as well. Taking
1: Baylor out of there as well. All
0: right, we got we got Baylor in the deep south, but there is certainly some interesting first round matchups in the middle there that we tried to get you prepared for. Tune into part three next, Hopper Nation. We'll see you there.
1: Click it up.